Ariel Diamond Anderson, Brian Frazier, and Alexandria Werner, you'll be remembered forever. Um, gone way too incredibly soon on one of the worst nights. And unfortunately, something that just happens way too much lately. I mean, for the last 20 years, it's just, you know, this this country's just numb to it. And it's another it's another shooting in a lot of people's eyes. But, you know, to us, it's different. Like, Spart it's just me and Spartan Dog tonight. Carter can't make it. Um, but we all felt that we had to get on here and talk and just even just to talk it out and, you know, just kind of get each other's thoughts and, you know, you know, not move on, but, you know, remember what happened and maybe next week, go back to some normalcy. We'll see what happens. But um, I wanted to get, I wanted you to, to talk for a little bit, SD, you know, you, I don't have the ties to MSU that you do, you know, I'm, I'm a fan and that's a tie in its own thing, but you know, you, you're way more embedded into it than I am. So, and for, for many reasons. So I want you to talk, just, just go off. Um, I mean, it's, you know, it's, I'm, um, I, it, it sucks that we're doing a podcast because I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of speechless. It's, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's everything. It, it's, you know, it it was MSU's turn this time. And next time it'll be someplace else and someplace else and someplace else because nothing ever nothing ever changes in this country. This country is the same violent racist shithole it was when it decided it was tired of paying taxes to Great Britain. Um this place is the same as it was when, when, when Native Americans were getting purposefully exposed to diseases and forced off their land. This country is the same place it was when, when we were shipping in, when we were shipping in Africans to labor on fields against their will. This is the same place that it was when, um, when women were, when women were basically consigned to consigned to their homes and to be married off at 16 years old and to not have any kind of of agency outside of whatever their husband granted them this this it, this country is the same as it ever was um, the violence is the violence is no longer externalized right there used to you know, this country was violent and it ex this country is always violent, but it's always externalized that violence elsewhere. And now as, as we've gotten more dependent on the world, there's nowhere else for that violence to go except inside. And it was wrong when the violence was externalized, but it's, you know, wrong is wrong. And, you know, like I said, it's MSU's turn, but next time it'll be a synagogue or a mosque or a church 
or Planned Parenthood or a movie theater. Anywhere. Or anywhere. An elementary school, a concert. Throw, throw, a, throw a dart at a board. You know, you might hit it. And, you know, it's the... As, as much as... As much despair as I felt, as I felt this, this past week, um, you know, you always get the stories of, of the people who, who helped. Um, there was a story that came out of the vigil today. One of the wounded students said that another student took the shirt off his back and held it over the gunshot wound in, in a makeshift tourniquet. Um, students supporting each other, hugging each other. Um, those two students today who who painted over that fucking awful, abhorrent message on the rock didn't even know each other, couldn't tell um, each other from Adam, and they, um, excuse me, they they came together and they and just got to know each other as they were as they were. As they were erasing, what what I view, um, this this might just be the the quote unquote lib in me, um, a message of hate. Um, th- this con- I, you know, it's it's MS the MSU's number got called. It's just like a mil- it's just like a draft. Yeah. Um it, it was MSU's turn. No place is safe. That's that's the unfortunate reality. That in you know I knew we were gonna have to talk about this. I knew that this was gonna have to be something we were gonna talk about. And there's just there's so much I wanna say, but I don't want to, I don't want what I, what I feel to be misconstrued as me getting up on a soapbox and, and using this as, uh, as an, as an opportunity to amplify my, my political beliefs. Um, so I'll I'll leave it at this. The this country is extremely alienated. It the the you know this country can be extremely alienating. The the economic system this country operates under is purposefully alienated because solidarity is a danger to it. It needs alienation and atomization of the self to continue to perpetuate and exploit. Um, but <laughs> anyone who sees how people react after tragedies like this knows that that's not how human beings are made to react. Human beings, that's not human's natural instinct. We're pack animals. The creatures we evolved from were pack animals. And the fact that we've come, the fact that we've 
relegated ourselves to to just be to just be grinded by to just be grinded by a select few who who choose to who choose to put the number in their bank account or or the franchises they own over the over the well-being of of another human being that's not normal it's not natural someone taking the shirt off their back to help another person that's natural people two people who didn't even know each other uniting to to make to make the place they live the place they love the place they call home a more beautiful place that's natural someone feeling so isolated and feeling so alone that they that they use their backyard for target practice that's not normal no this isn't normal it's already like three years too this is our reality but it doesn't have to be we don't have to live like this there's a better way there's a different way and you know i just there's been a lot of as there is with all these shootings a lot of thoughts and prayers from people who perpetuate this hate and this and this violence and i'll just say this as someone who was raised catholic and was required by curriculum to to read the bible cover to cover Jesus would not fuck with you. Jesus would not like you. You were the people Jesus rallied against. And it sucks being an atheist in times like this because you have to believe that they're, because one of the reasons, one of the reasons Catholicism is so popular is that there's some kind of relief at the end of the tunnel, right? The bad get punished, the good get rewarded. And you want to believe that you want to believe that there's that there's some kind of there's some kind of cosmic scales that balance and and it just doesn't and and you know this will be this will be a national story for a week if that. It, these these people these these young people these these people who who have gone through so much who who love this campus who chose Michigan State there'll be there'll be initials on a there'll be initials on a jersey patch on a helmet sticker um and they'll never be forgotten by us but they'll they'll be forgotten everywhere else and uh there's it's never gonna it's just unless unless we remember that we're pack animals we're, we're in this together it doesn't have to be like this it's never gonna get any fucking better <sighs> it's all right man i'm tearing up too like i've been thinking a lot about it lately and <clears throat> I haven't disclosed this on the pod, but 
you know, um, if you know me, I've told you, and if you follow me on Twitter, you told, I've told, you know, I've said it, um, I'm going to have a kid in three months. And, um, it, it horrifies me that I have to think about sending her to just kindergarten or preschool and have that no no one should ever have the thought in their head that their kid goes to school and they might get shot and it terrifies like i'm not terrified but it scares me that you know if she wants to go to college you know i envision her going to someplace like msu or wherever she wants to and you know it it the thought again creeps in my head like shit you know, okay, here's your bulletproof vest and here's your gun and here's your, here's your ammo. Like, you know, you might need this, you never know. And to, to live in a country like this and see how many mass shootings occur, not just monthly, but like weekly, it, it makes me so fucking mad that, you know, a lot of people, just go thoughts and prayers, you know, praying for you. And then that hollow statement of we need change. And then they just move on. And then they wear AR-15 pins during the fucking State uh, of the Union. Those people deserve, I, I better not say it. I will get put on a list. Um, I think you can figure out, fellow listeners, what what we are, what we want to say. And um, that's just some of the most tone deaf shit I've ever seen. And it, you're right. We're never going to change. I hope and pray we do. Like, I hope that my daughter's generation is just so much smarter than, than us. And, you know, the older generations, some, there's some good, but you know, there's a lot of them that just like, it infuriates me how many of us have tweeted about this and talked about this online. And you get those, uh, you get those egg avatars just saying, well, more guns will help. If you arm someone, there's going to be a good guy with a gun. What does that do? Like there and and the most fucked up part ugh. is there is direct evidence against that. Yeah. I mean, like there were good guys, there were good guys with guns in Uvalde, Texas. And they stood around a corner for a fucking hour while children were were getting were getting shot and murdered. Yeah. Those are your good guys with guns. The the good guys with guns argument is is the new uh true communism has never been tried. It's just they don't exist. And you know, there you can hit people with studies and data. They don't fucking care. They've <laughs> no. been fed. They've been they bought into a culture war because that's the only thing that's left in this country to fucking believe in is culture. They they hear the word gun reform and immediately like get you know foam with the mouth and are like, you're not taking my guns away, you're not doing this. It's like maybe if you take a step back and look at what we're going through, it's not the worst idea in the world. And it's never going to happen. And, you know, maybe I'm a, maybe I'm a bad leftist because, you know, under no pretense, blah, blah, blah. But like, this is the thing. 
right? <clears throat> this this system we live under is so alienated, so atomizing, so cruel in so and just so indifferent to to people. Mm-hmm. It's just if you're if you weren't dealt the right hand, you're fucked. You're fucked, and you have two options. You can internalize that rage and that disdain and that and that righteous feeling of unfairness, and you can kill yourself, or you can externalize those feelings, scapegoat someone, and commit a mass and commit mass murder. Those are the options that this system gives the, the disadvantaged and the marginalized. And until we address that at the root, it's never going to fucking get better. We're going to have more kids. We're going to have more kids who who won't go home to their parents. We're going to have more. We're going to have more people exercising their First Amendment right, get mowed down, get mowed down in their place of worship. We're going to get more people who want escape by going to see a movie, going to see a concert, succumb to this level of violence because there's there's nothing that can be done. And people are right. If it's not a, if it's not a gun, it'll be a knife. But like people who people who feel secure in their health, their mental health, their finances don't attack people like this. No. This is, that's the main issue. We have, violence is inextricably linked to, to economic, to economic standing. And it's so, it's, it's so senseless. It doesn't need to be like this. No, we don't need to be going through this every, every, every week. Every week, every month, you don't. You shouldn't have to send your daughter off to school and cross your fingers that that your that your daughter's school becomes a hashtag with the word "strong" at the end of it. Yeah, it's 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 always been kind of in my head, you know. And it's just a, it's it's one of those disgusting things. Like it's a risk you take, you know, and a we- risk. We shouldn't have to deal with that risk. It should be like, okay, sweetie, have fun at school. Have a great freaking day. Like, tell me how it was when you get home. Not like, okay, have a great day. And then in the back of my head, like, run, hide, fight. Yeah, when's it going to be? I hate. Uh, That's the. We, no one should have to learn that. Again, we don't. This is not natural. This isn't natural to us. Our brains aren't wired like this. That is why this violence is, is happening and it's happening so frequently because human beings aren't built to, to, live, to live in this system. We're being played by people who wouldn't piss on us if we were on fire. And it's getting worse. It's getting worse. And the, the end is here. It's fucking 60 degrees in February. They know the game's coming to an end. I, and I mean, it, 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 talk, it, 
this whole the whole situation and that person we're never going to usher his name we're going to we're never going to we're never going to tell his name um you know i think it brings to light how we still you know you hear those ads like it's okay to not be okay and all that and you know it there's still i think in my opinion there's still a mental health problem with this country it's okay to not be okay but if it they're is. not going to provide the resources to help people become okay it's, it's and like that's it's, fucking hollow. It's okay to not be okay, but don't make us spend money on you. That's basically what it is. Yeah, that's but exactly what it is. I mean, it, it just seems like the Lansing community really, you know, did their part. Like I real I teared up at that video of the doctor, like clearly just overwhelmed and stressed and probably just heartbroken and obviously heartbroken like seeing how many of his of the staff were just like okay i'm coming you know what do you need i'm in i'm in like that's that's amazing that they you know with how much shit they still have to deal with with covid and you know this this traumatic event happens in our in our neighbor in our neighborhood they're right there to do it and um you know that's just that's something that i've thought about too and did you before we got on? Did you watch Tom Izzo's speech? Um, I I did not. I I don't have the I don't have the summit for it right now. I I choked up. It's um, you know, what we talk about is basketball. You know how we've been a little unhappy lately with things, but that man means so much more to to MSU and I think us than we really imagine and like carter's always said we're gonna miss him when he when he steps down from basketball you know he'll always be a part of the school he'll he'll be outspoken or he'll talk to someone every day he can but that's that you know we joke about the 105 foot tall sparty statue by spartan stadium we need to build a 105 foot tall tom Izzo statue that man <laughs> He is Michigan State University, and I. It's just amazing how much. You know, I've only met him once, and it just feels like a person that I could, you know, just go say hi and talk to and shoot the shit with. And you know, his words were just so calm and and comforting and strong. Like this, this man is just incredible and to have him speak tonight i mean he knew it was going to happen but like it it got me a lot more than i thought it would it's um it's really good man no and and it's you know and just to you know see the the people at the vigil thousands um, people coming in from from all over the state, people, you know, who who haven't been to campus since they graduated, um, coming back and and seeing, you know, the community and just the support you get you get from everywhere, and um, you know, I, um, you know, my boss. Um, is is an MSU grad. Um, he 
he's dealing with family matters right now. And he called me yesterday and we just, we talked about how great MSU is and how, how East Lansing is, is going to be home forever. And for, for all those kids who were already dealt a shitty hand because, because they were coming of age during a once in a century pandemic now have to now have to bear the weight of for some of them their second mass shooting in in under two years <laughs> that, that the you know it's just it's also haunting to hear um to hear the story of 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 that woman who survived sandy hook and <laughs> is now at msu um survivors from parkland survivors obviously from oxford who now have to who now have to do this all over again the vigils and the national attention and the thoughts and prayers and the the readjusting and, and then the readjusting and then the expectation that that you just have to go back to you just have to go back yeah, business is normal. Um, I mean, it's, I'm just over the whole thoughts and prayers shit. I am. It's, you know, it, it can change, but it won't unless people actually vote. You know, local elections do mean a lot in the end. They can be a trickle down or trickle up. You know, your state elections and then you know, the big one every four years, this, this next one's going to be pretty fucking important. And, you know, it could change our country for a pretty horrific, for a pretty horrific reason. And, you know, if you disagree with me, you're listening. Oh, fuck yourself. Yeah. You can turn off the pod and never listen again. You can tweet at me, but you won't like what I'll say to you. Um, You know, do you want to really vote for what pro what pretty much is a Nazi. I don't really use that language often, but that's how I feel. Um it's it's scary. It is horrifying to think about the next the next set of elections. It is this the, is and this is the problem because it's you know once both sides are allowed to get worse and more ineffective and move further to the right you just have to vote and you're basically forced to vote for the party that's close that's less further right than the other one yeah i mean you're you're getting fucked from both ends and there's nothing we're getting fucked from both ends and there's nothing we can do about it that's that's the part that's the part that sucks is it it basically doesn't matter it it does um but when you zoom out it 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 just it doesn't matter this has happened under presidents of different races different political affiliations it it keeps happening and it's not going to get any better 
until we get to the root of the issue, which is these people, the people who commit these these acts of violence do not do not feel that they have do not feel secure in in their standing. And you know, it's just it I don't know. There's just you know, I I think about that tweet. Um, Sandy Hook ended the gun debate. The gun debate was over after Sandy Hook because <laughs> America as a collective decided that they would rather have access to weapons of war than, than living, breathing third graders. Yeah. Just it that's what it is so now we're all subjected to to regular to what seems like regularly scheduled mass violence and death because you want to keep because you know a growing minority a shrinking minority in this country want to want to own guns and don't want to see trans people use use a public restroom or this is this is where we're at i mean i had a family member say to me some pretty crazy things about trans people the other day and i just was like you know this is what happens when you're fed just an insane amount of lies you know and she and we were talking about guns too and you know, it's just like, this is what happens when you're just hell bent on one side and you can't see the other. Like you can't see both sides of the, of the, of the spectrum here of, of the picture. And, you know, that, that type of shit scares me, you know, like that, you know, I start to think a certain generation once they're gone or like once they're kind of not in power so much anymore, like who's to say their children aren't indoctrinated to it. You know? No, yeah. Um, and, you know, what I, what I was, what Cassie brought up was, um, you remember in Watchmen when, uh, whenever the police wanted to use their guns, they would like call a dispatch and then it would be like unlocked by remote. Yeah. I mean, that's what should happen. But of course, this really isn't like a police brutality issue this is something completely different but like we just you know when i you know when people say we need to get gun reform they just freak the fuck out they shit their pants they piss themselves but it's like look you know i think obviously touching the second amendment is going to probably cause a civil war but if we just make it I, I sold guns when I worked at Dunham's for 10 plus years. And, you know, I had the right to deny gun sales if I thought someone was, if someone was acting really, really erratic or rude. But like, there were people who bought guns that, you know, I can't really sit there and, and say, I'm denying this because I think you're a fucking psycho or you're an asshole. I just had to grin and bear it and give them a gun. And if we just had more regulation with background checks with waiting periods you know we could i think that could save people you know if you're disgruntled and you got fired from your job 
you want to go buy an AR-15? Uh, hey, sorry, you know, it's going to be a 48-hour waiting period. You know, by the time they call you back and say, hey, you're, you're good to go, then you might go, you know what, never mind. And you might have obviously saved your life and did the right thing. You know, I know that's a little extreme, but, you know, that's I've had to deal with situations like that. And, you know, it. we can sit here and talk about it all night. And I'd be shocked if I if we live to see true change with gun laws. Like, I hope I hope that my daughter's generation can. Excuse me, can do something, but I don't know. And while we're we were while we're recording, there is a uh, shooting in El Paso right now. So, you know, the next one, the next one's here, and you know, the next round of thoughts and prayers from senators with AR-15s on their on their suits. You know, the AR-15 pins is coming, and then you know the Twitter statements, and you know, we need gun, we need change with guns, and then nope. Your pockets get lined by the by the gun company, so yeah, you might want to calm down on that. Sorry, I'm not trying to ramble. I just I, I don't I don't know. It's just it's depressing. Not even not even not even forty eight hours. No, there was one yesterday. I looked at this was. Like stomach churning while you were while you were talking, I wasn't. I was listening, but I wanted to see, and it was a Wikipedia article of the of the sh- number of shootings, be, or a list of the shootings from two thousand to now, and that was one of the longest pages I've ever seen in my life. And there was even one yesterday, February fourteenth, like I think at a school in Pittsburgh, four kids got shot walking out of school. I mean. <laughs> We are, there's some beautiful parts of America. There's some beautiful land. There's good people here. And there's good places to be. And Michigan State will always be one of those. I'm not going to let that taint my mind like certain people, certain reporters have. Um, But, God damn, we can be really fucking stupid as a country. We can be really, really fucking stupid. Instead of looking at, instead of looking at changing the way that we purchase guns or modifying the restrictions on them or, you know, just altering the policies, we're more concerned with too many people learning about black history in schools. We're way too concerned about too many people wanting to change themselves because they feel like a different person than what their gender is. And isn't that kind of the freedom of America to be allowed to do that? Am I wrong? I mean, here's the, um, it's no, you're not. We're looking for shit to be offended by instead of going after the shit that is offensive, that is terrifying, that is truly endangering us. And we're a really stupid country right now. We have been. And, you know, like Clinton banned AR-15s during his tenure in office. And, I mean, the mass shootings went down significantly. 
And then as soon as shit, as soon as George Bush came back in came in office, nope, they're back. And it's just infuriating to see the cycle is never going to break. I I truly believe that. And it it's just it's the most one of the most depressing things to think about. Like we should not have to live our life in fear of going to Spartan Stadium and getting shot. We are stabbed. We should not have to live our life going to the grocery store and someone walks in with a gun. But, you know, like uh like Donald Glover said, this is America. Yeah. Um I don't really have much else to say. I mean, we I don't know if we. I don't know if it's not a. It's not a great thing to start talking about other stuff unless you really want to. I. I don't really have the. Yeah. I don't have the energy. I. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, I figured you know we could just come on and kind of talk to each other and, you know. Just kind of. Talk some. Talk some. Talk some a little bit. Just. I don't know what to call it. Not it's not group therapy. It's just sharing our thoughts on something horrific that could have been easily prevented if we had better policies in place as a country. But you know, never going to happen. I don't. I'm not trying to be a bitter Betty. Uh, just I'll believe it when I see it. You know, it's just uh, you know, it's no way to prevent this as country where this says only country where this regularly happens like it's just yeah it's evergreen that's the most evergreen screenshot in for america and that picture is going to be updated yep not even 48 out it's not even going to be the that picture won't stay hasn't won't even be the same for 48 hours there have been and there have been two mass shootings since since msu it hasn't even been – it's been just about 48 hours. You're right. I mean, there's more shootings every year than there are days in the year. <laughs> and people just kind of go, oh, you know what? Let's pray for him. All right, next one. Go to work. Go to school. You're good fine. Guy with, good guy with a gun. Yep. Um, I think we're done for the night. You know, every, you know. I don't consider this a downer of a pod. It's we just want to talk and share our thoughts with each other. And, you know, we'll never forget those who are lost and the people, the kids in critical care, you know, I really hope they're, they're going to pull through. It's uh, I teared up at all the GoFundMe's that have been raised for them. I mean, just incredible. It, yeah. I mean, within, within hours, like, Someone was at like $150,000 for, um, I think the girl who's a, who's an immigrant student, uh, trying to get a, I believe a medical degree. Yeah. She's uh, pre-med. Um, she's in Lyman Briggs, I think. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I want to end with. Yeah. Final thoughts. Go ahead. Um, just with one last story. Um, <clears throat> I was down. When I was deciding on colleges, I, w- I was down to three schools. Um, it was Michigan State, 
Auburn, and uh, and U of M. Um, I had torn. I had toured Auburn. I loved it there. It's a beautiful campus. It's it's the idyllic southern southern college. Um, but the second I stepped foot on on MSU's campus, it, it, it felt like home. And there's fifty thousand people who attend MSU, and they will all say the same thing. When they first stepped foot on campus, it, it felt like home. Over eight hundred thousand living alumni will tell you, when they stepped foot on campus, it felt like home. And um. For, for, for those people who, who, who were terrorized um, when they first stepped on campus, it, it felt like home because it felt like home to me. And I know how it felt. And I know for everyone else, it felt, it felt the same way. Everyone I talked to. And for for Alexandria, for Ariel, for Brian, they'll never get to go home. They'll never get to come back. They'll never, they'll never get to be pissed off about how many minutes someone's getting on the basketball team, or or how bad or how bad kickoff coverage is. They'll never get to. They'll never get to get engagement photos taken under Beaumont Tower. They'll never get to to graduate, to put on the green cap and down. And for thousands of other people who just felt so alone, so helpless, so terrorized, East Lansing will never be the same for them. And that's heartbreaking. It's home. It's you know, that's that's the logic short of it. You know, I'm I'm just so grateful I became a fan and have spent so many countless hours on campus. And you know, you know, I consider you know you're a you're a friend and you know I got to meet you and hang out with you and you know and, and just numerous people and online, you know, this community and it made me appreciate my love for that school more. And there's a part of me that wishes I went, you know, there's, there's a part of me that wishes I, I, I should have gone. I got accepted, but I never went. And, you know, I, it still feels like, like another home to me and not to the extent of you, you know, I'm never gonna, never gonna say that to people who graduated, but you know, just all the incredible memories I have with, with, you know, you guys and all the tailgating and just seeing the games we go to and, you know, to have people that won't get to experience those moments or just even simple ones like walking, you know, walking along the campus to see the beautiful fall trees. It, it breaks my heart and it makes me sad and angry that this is a cycle that will never be broken. And I just, it, MSU is always going to have a special place in my heart. 
And I hope that I can get my, you know, my soon to be born daughter to be just as crazy about it as I am. And, you know, when you talk about people walking down the aisle to wear the, the cap and gown, you know, I hope that 22 years from now, I can see her doing that and um, living through her vicariously. I'm joking there, but um, it's something that I'll never forget. And, you know, I just, you know, I don't want to, we'll never move on from it. We shouldn't, but I would say we could all, we could learn from it, but I don't know if the right people will learn. And, you know, it's, it's home to me too. And I'm not trying to bogart you. I'm just, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's just, I've been, a, I've been an MSU fan for fuck, 23 years and I, every time I go to Lansing, it, it feels like, it feels like another home. It feels like I'm going to my second home and I just, I, and yeah, people are going to think of it differently after Tuesday or Monday night. And that's, that's, that's just the way it is. And it's just sad and no one should ever have to think that way about their, their situation ever again. But um, MSU is always going to be home and, it's still a it's still a great place to be to be at. And the way that we've rallied around each other and, and the, the the communities and even even our rival fan bases have come together for us um shows that that people are good. People people inherently are good. And yeah, that gives me a little bit of hope. But you know. We'll just we'll see what conspires from here and see if people learn from it and if we can just understand it better. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm 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 tapped out. All right, everybody. Um have a good night and we'll we'll be back soon. <laughs>